1: Shall we begin? Come on, knock on our door. Come knock on our door. We've been, We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for
0: you. We've been waiting for you. We've been wanting to tell you all about what we're watching, too. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of What Are You Watching? <laughs> we're one person down, though. We are, we are one person down. But you know what? We We will persevere. Mm. Ugh, guys. Jack get better. Jack is Jack has been sick, and then Jack had work, and then you know what? Life happens, and we we get it by gum, but we are not going to deny a chance. By to golly. Fill, by golly, to fill your ear holes with something special. So we're bringing back, <laughs> uh, we're, we're yep. well overdue, honestly, for an episode of What Have You Been Watching? And Nathan and I... This is going to be a special one. We are ready. It's going to be a special one. We are going to be discussing... Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, as well as Rings of Power. Now, currently, as of right now, October 4th, we are both caught yes. up. All right. And I'm I'm caught up all on uh, House of the Dragon, which aired a new episode last night. And uh, yeah, oh, things happened. Things, things happened. So I think it goes completely without saying. Guys, if you are not caught up, if you have not watched anything, this is your moment. This is your moment to turn this off. Go back to our back catalog. Listen to something on Real that you have not listened to because there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers abound. We cannot stress this (laughs) enough, but if this is your first time joining us, we thank you we thank you for joining us and, you know, supporting our humble little podcast. This we is are our normal This not our normal, but, uh, our normal, but you, know, you know, we are the real Phil's podcast every two weeks. Typically, we try to bring you a different movie genre with a different movie paired with it every single time. And in between those episodes, sometimes we bring you this little filler of what have you been watching? This is something where myself and my fellow co-hosts, Nathan and Jack, we try to talk to you about things that we've been watching, games we've been playing, books we've been reading, minus Nathan Mm -hmm. and... (laughs) We'll get him one day, folks. One, one day, day folks. we'll get him to read. Audible is slowly staring me down. Good, good. See, it's not even reading; it's just listening. This is so true. This is so true.
1: But honestly, this has kind of been the the talk for a while. These mm-hmm. two shows, these mm-hmm. two powerhouse shows, and now finally, they Seabiscuit and. Some other sea biscuit <laughs> running,
0: Some C- R- other C- war admiral. Some other so C- running. So C- sea biscuit and man. What's the one? There's like a he's like an owner from Kern County or something. The Kentucky Derby uh, uh, or something. All I
1: could think of was War Admiral from the movie War Admiral. uh <laughs> Those are the only two like real famous horses I know besides what Spirited Away. Or-
0: you know what? No, no, no. We got we got Sea Biscuit and we have Hidalgo. Hidalgo. That's what we'll do. Or- pona uh, full grown there you go war horse <laughs> but yeah so these
1: two horses have been running very side by side and i think tonight we're going to really uh pick in my opinion i think we're going to pick a leader a winner thus far and who who's in the lead who could easily easily take the take the the triple crown
0: Okay, all right. Uh, I think we should start with House of the Dragon first because it did come yes. out before, and we we do have a few uh, more episodes than Rings of Power. Now, House of the Dragon. This is a prequel. This is hundred years going. It's it's going quite a bit back. So we have House Targaryen. All right, and we have all of our familiar. I wouldn't say familiar characters, but we do have names that we yeah, recognize. because they're passed down. And yeah, because it's passed down and we have the lineage and everything there. When it first started, I was I was very into it. All right. I was I'm I'm getting back into that, you know, Game of Thrones kind of feel. And I was very much entranced by it. I was loving seeing the castles again. I was loving seeing again all of the. The costuming and the architecture and granted some CGI, obviously, but we have dragons. A lot of them. Dragons a, are a back. Plethora. Now, we had we had plenty, you know, obviously throughout Game of Thrones. We we had our our three. And I think now how many do we have now? We've seen up through episode seven last night. I was going to say about seven or eight. I, I think we've seen... What five dragons thus so, far? At least, and
1: they uh, they tend to be laying eggs a decent amount. Things are still happening and rolling,
0: and mm-hmm. uh, there, there seems to be a, an abundance of eggs. I mean, just like as as per the tradition in House Targaryen, like the egg is placed in the child's crib. So yeah. they always like they pick an egg, and it, you know it sits there, and I guess that's to kind of create the bonding process. Because I mean, like the the dragons have one writer, and they have one person that they like.
1: Well, so we
0: thought, and then yeah, well, well, we'll get, we'll there. get there. But, but yeah. I mean, okay, so we got uh, we got the princess Rega. Oh, what's her what's her name? Uh, Rhaenyra. Uh, young Rhaenyra. Yes, young Princess Rhaenyra, who uh, in the early episodes is played by Millie Alcock, who I think she's just cute as a button,
1: and she plays the role well where I think Maisie Williams it was too much to go from you know well, her Maisie was was uh Aria. Yeah okay <laughs> I was all to, like she wasn't a target. So to watch her go from legitimately <laughs> A child. A, a baby. She was so <laughs> young to then
0: up to like, oh are you disrobing? Uh, oh oh she's nudie. disrobing. Okay.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird emotion because you're just kind of like, I don't know if I, please, no, stop. At the same time, you're like, well, no, you're mm. old enough. So I guess like you're trying to be kind of hell and not uh, held down to this image that you're a child. And I get it. Totally get it. Everyone grows up. Um, no one stays in Neverland forever. But that look where she, she's grown up, but she has enough like that um, kind of mm. sass and innocence that is just, She's just, um, you know, she's a daughter to the king.
0: Well, and I th- and I think that's a huge yes. point to make because he he has no sons at at this point in time in the beginning of the show he has no sons. Now the queen uh, is pregnant and the queen oh, we're talk- is no, we're talk- sorry, we're actually uh, ready Keep to going. give birth. Yes. Uh, not not Alicent, not the queen, the queen mother, the queen mother. Uh, so she's. I mean, we're gonna jump around back and forth, guys. This is not gonna go exactly linear. But when it comes time for her to give birth, man, the the decision to be made, I I could not fathom like mm, cesarean, which the baby could live and the mother would die. I mean, apparently there was there was no no coming back from that in any way, shape or form, which I mean, understandably, you know, maester knowledge can only go so far and that Oh, man, that is unfortunately yeah. is is what it's chosen. I mean, just 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 look on her face when it's the decision is made that they're going to save the baby, and and just like the shock and horror. Well,
1: the the decision that she does not make, the uh, decision that is thrust kind of upon her, and she's like, "What's going on? What's happening?" And oh, um, this is yeah, this is the path that we're apparently choosing, and it produces not the right results and a very 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 good shot of the funeral pyre and so sad to see then also the baby wrapped up as well just
0: uh, well man I mean it's it's heavy I mean just man okay and so we we see Matt Smith which I, I love him as the doctor and I know I've said this to quite a few people like I, I think he's he's growing on me as Damon Targaryen. Hell yeah! But Matt Smith is already white and pasty. That white wig <laughs> kind of makes it go a little bit over the top for I me. I kind of think he's perfect for the role. You oh his his condescending and cocky arrogance. You don't know if he's a good guy or so a bad guy. If he's in right it for, for love or for power or what? I mean it's. It's definitely for him, as they say, like, you know, Damon does what's best for Damon. As um the lady um uh, oh the uh the princess who would not be queen. Um I cannot think of her name. Uh, Eve- she Eve is Eve Best plays
1: her, and uh she is Princess Oh wait, sorry. Um
0: uh... there's a lot Yeah, Rain Rainus Targaryen. Rainus, yeah. Yeah. Eve best, yeah. So she is married to now I can't think of his name. He's the Lord of uh, of Drift. Oh, it's the Drift Mark. That's it, man. And I mean, it, it's kind of interesting where and now I'm, I'm totally going to jump ahead. I'm totally going to jump ahead it's to okay, last. We don't episode. have that much time, Drew. <laughs> We're
1: not reviewing the entire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And you know what? Jumping ahead is going to be a thematic thing in this entire series. Yeah, that it is. Um, I, I love when the uncle is talking to. Uh, Rhaenyra's child, her her bastard, mm-hmm. and he's saying like, oh, your brother will ascend to the throne and you will soon take my place here. And the boy's like, but I don't want it. If I'm lord of Driftmark, that means everyone is dead. Oh, so true. I mean, just for the understanding of a child to be all like, I don't want, a, I don't want this place. Like, no one wants to be here. No one, like, I don't want this for me. But the status of power Is something that is. I mean, obviously, it's thematic through anything and everything Game of Thrones. And you know, in the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. Like that—that is the game. And the constant power struggle is evident throughout every single episode. There's always some type of drama. Rhaenyra completely being overlooked for being queen uh, until you know her father, uh, Viserys, decided to announce that that is her position. She will become queen. She is next in line. And he's kind of saying, like, to hell with the Seven Kingdoms. Like, this is my child. I've completely, you know, kind of oversighted her. And, you know, good on him. I think he's also doing a a really good job as uh, Viserys. And you actually have some really touching moments where he's even talking to Alicent, Alicent? No, he wasn't talking to Alicent. He was talking to Gavin Spokes, who plays Lionel Strong. And he says, like, will I be remembered as a good king? He's like, I haven't conquered anything. I haven't won any wars. And, you know, Lord Strong is telling him, like, some would think that that is good fortune. Hmm. He's like, but I have nothing really to claim except like I've kept peace. For the most part,
1: kind of how we view presidents a little bit of, you know, like, yeah, you didn't do anything great. So you're just kind of a a footnote of our history, even though most presidents have conjured up some type of be like, this is what I got us through. Like, aren't I a good president? It's like, yeah, but again, good fortune for some and others, you know, get handed an absolute shit show. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Since we're we gotta keep it as as tight as possible, Drew,
0: because we are. There's so much content. <laughs> there's so much to try in it. We would have to have done like every exactly. single episode but each time. As a whole, I think that House of
1: the Dragon has put together a couple of really good things. Number one, it's still playing on a lot of the seats and notes that. Uh, Game of Thrones did the illegitimacy of hierarchy and you know of heritage and is this person really supposed to be king or queen you're a bastard or infidelity Uh, good old you know brothers and sisters cousins and uncles all that good stuff there you go that is Game of Thrones to a T
0: well I think also right now like the the, the legitimacy of having bastards not so much roaming the countryside or being left off in a village and kind of forgotten. Yes. There are bastards inside the castle. There are bastards that are being seen as like these are the people who are possibly next in line. And it's like this big secret, but everybody knows. And Viserys is like, nope, my daughter is not a whore. Like she does not like trample on the values of our family and i the, the idea that like so emma darcy playing older Renera, just keeping true like just holding to her story like they yeah. question the legitimacy that, of my children end it's like that
1: scene really, or that you know really everyone end episode everyone knows really really does a well job of just bringing kind of to a head Ooh. those two that were best friends that kind of have had different paths of life. One is the getting on it is really well done to hammer home the oh, divide the, the that is Cook going the, of the dragons and just kind of setting the stage for what's to come, which I think is going to be really good, but hasn't mm. happened yet. And we have yet to see exactly what's going to happen. Cause there's a lot of really good like stories that are, Again, no. I think this has a little bit more concise of a story, which is weird for Game of Thrones. It's
0: pretty jump to the north and then you're going to be over in Dorne. And yeah, there's it's it's very focused. There's not a lot of like, you know, you know, this episode here where, yeah, we're yeah, we're at the Red Keep and then we're jumping. Exactly. But I think the only divide, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but when that you suddenly jump a from without young any, Rhaenyra. Like, ten, to ten y-
1: years little, Three little later. mice going, three days later. Like, nothing like that? No, we don't get, a, like, a little hand but... stroke? Nothing? Okay. <laughs> going raw.
0: Now, I, I like it to an extent because it, it is like meeting a new character. And yeah. it is starting to understand new people. But so much has transpired since then. I mean, Daemon has married into uh, the Valyrian family. He has daughter he has uh fathered two children, and he's he's gonna have a third, except then his wife man, it, it just seems like a damned thing for the Targaryen uh, you know, wives to not birth their children. And and But there's a
1: good correlation of difference of one. Taking the, I'm going to make this decision with or without you doesn't matter. This is what my call is. her taking and her own
0: decision. Which, man, such a heartbreaking yeah. decision. I mean, for her to, like, literally Ugh. walk out to Vagon and be like, Dracarys, Dracarys. And the dragon, you can look at the dragon. I mean, yes, it's a big CGI thing. But the dragon had, like, in its eyes, like, uh, ma'am? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> this what is do a you, Wendy's. Uh, what, do you, what do you want? I... I don't feel that we actually got to know her character well enough. However, with the beginning of this new episode, it's almost as if like all of Westeros is just weeping for her, even though we don't know yeah. her well as a character. Now, I'll tell you right now, Fabian Frankel as Sir Kristen Cole. I, I, I don't know. I was ready for him to die. But then now he's like Allison's most trusted advisor. And it's like, mmm. What really? Because you kind of started a little bit of drama.
1: And he's kind of the um the lawful good paladin that you fucking hate. You're like, dude,
0: until wh- he beat until he beat is no, but- like secret husband secret boy toy <laughs> but it's
1: because he's like no 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 no. you guys are in the wrong even though he was in the wrong and kind of his oath was you know tampered well with. i think but this then, whole thing
0: is like if i kill him then no one knows my secret except <laughs> except for yeah. ranira and the queen and the queen isn't saying anything because she hasn't really said anything Well, now, and she knows
1: that she can't but, just because oh, it's no, her dad no, it's not no, gonna man, happen and she,
0: and she knows now, Matthew Needham, I really like Matthew Needham playing there uh, is Strong. Now, the only, the head lord strong, uh, also known as the clubfoot. Mm. I, I really like him because he's like the spider, but more so he has the tenacity of Littlefinger. But I feel like he's more slimy than Littlefinger. Yeah. And I and I like the fact that with the spider, you had his little flies and his emblem, however, are the bees. It's a beehive. And, you know, he's apparently like the queen bee. But, you know, they're all hu- buzzing around, collecting information. I, I I think my my D&D roguish side really likes that kind of uh, character. And I, th- I, I think he's good. I think good things are going to come from him. I mean, he's now in charge of Heron Hall, which is apparently cursed. Uh, and of course, Sir Otto Hightower, uh, Hightower played by uh, Reese Evans. I, he's back. He's back as Hand of the King because <laughs> <laughs> he's back. Uh, Lord Strong and, and the, f-
1: Man the father up. Uh,
0: and his son, the father of uh, Rhaenyra's Bastards, uh, are all dead.
1: And I do like when Rhaenyra is telling Damon, like, I need your help fighting the, gr-. she calls him the Greenies. Mm. I'm like, ooh, I like that. But my man, Graham McTavish, of Graham, since the, uh, the good old days of Outlander season one, what what? I just <laughs> love the Scottish <laughs> accent that he has. It's so good. But uh, they put together a really strong cast that. I think so. I'm. I'm very thankful that um, one D and D are not messing this up. This is uh, back to a little bit of the roots and just the, the good storyline that it doesn't feel like you can even really mess it up that much because the history is so like kind of like biblical of like, and -and so-and-so gave birth to so-and-so and and this person and this person and this person. Now you got Jesus. So, well
0: that's we can fill in the blanks because like, we want uh, right that's like Corliss Valerian who's saying like like they are blood we are the blood of old Valeria and he just he flat out says and it's such a great line he's like history does not remember blood history remembers yeah. names and I also man it's just so good and there's so many good lines like Damon says oh that was always one of my brother's problems and the guy says what this and he says no being king uh, <laughs> But it's OK, let's let's just go to the obvious here with as much money that HBO can plug into uh, Game of Thrones. You think that they would have uh, thrown some shekels towards Comedy Central to gain the rights to the song Uncle Fucker. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh! because this and this has been going. This has been going since. The first episode, as soon as he walked in and he gave Rhaenyra that necklace made of Valyrian steel, mm. you're all like, oh, that's a nice gift. And I'm like, why are you looking at her that way? Oh, God, go we're going to bring more. We're going to bring more <laughs> incest into the story. Alive and well. Which is what? Oh, gosh. And, he, and And that's that's just what happens. That's what transpires. That's what's there. Now, I'll say this for last night. I don't think I've ever wanted a child fight more in my entire life. I was life. cringing
1: the whole time. I'm like, oh, God, someone's going to die. Someone's going to fucking die. And and this is, do I root for the one that's kind of egging them on, but now getting the, his ass kicked because, but like. Pummeled. But you're bringing, Gr- you're, you're invincible because the ground.
0: You, you conquered well, a dragon. Okay. I get it. But like, read the room. Well, okay, let's let's also be fair. But- he He has never had a. He's never, he's never had a, he's never had a dragon. He claimed the biggest one, uh, the dragon, uh, the biggest dragon, Vagon. And man, I thought that kid was going to fall. I thought he was going to fall off that dragon so many times, but you know what? He did it. He won. He came in and you know what? Let him, let him strut. Let him like, you know, you know, wag a Uh, little. (laughs) I mean, right after the uh, funeral though,
1: that's some poor ass
0: taste. But okay, but everybody at that funeral. It, 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 the, the tension is so is so thick, okay. Everybody at that yes. funeral hates everybody. Everybody wants like everybody gone or dead or you know besmirched or taken off like whatever. Everybody has a problem with everybody. Int- no one. A little interesting. No one's but really no, happy. That was actually one
1: of the first scenes that I guess that they filmed. So. Oh, really? almost everyone Interesting. didn't know each other. So you really oh. get this vibe of like everyone's standoffish because they're like, oh, shit, we're filming this show. Here we go. And it's it comes out very well. But
0: OK. Yeah, I I think my only real complaint right now is that everything is so dark. And not dark as in mood or tone, ladies and gentlemen, the lighting, the lighting is so dark. Well, sorry,
1: you, Drew, they don't have fucking halogen light bulbs to just shine everywhere. They have no, lamps. But the, they have goddamn the, braziers on no, fire. The worst,
0: the worst part is that there's, there's actual footage of Rhaenyra and Damon on the beach doing, you know, their talking scene. While they're taking a walk, a stroll along the beach and it's bright as day and it's crisp and clean and it just looks great. And, you know, they just put like a night filter over everything. And I I just wanted some. You know what I want? I don't I I don't want it to be daytime. I just want a little moonlight. I just want a little bit of moonlight so I can actually see like who they are. But man, as soon as and I forget the little kid's name, but as soon as he takes out that knife. And the and little brother, like, throws the dirt in his face. And then, shh, right
1: there in oh, the Oh,
0: man. I love that line, though. It's okay, mother. Do not weep for me. I may have lost an eye, but I gained a dragon.
1: Yeah, pretty pretty uh, hardcore, kid. But, um, and I'm, and I'm mean, like, yep, yes, you did. You know what? Take your, <laughs> take your victory where you can get it. As a whole, I think that House of the Dragon lives up to the hype that was behind it because... The hype was, in my opinion, so low. Well, they're coming off of season eight, so and and a uh, quite a bit of time in between. Enough time to kind of relax, calm down, knowing that it's not D and D behind it. It's uh, it's gonna, it's still good. George R. R. Martin, obviously, he's contributing how he contributes and not doing what he's supposed to do <laughs> by writing another book. Good job, Moving George. Moving on, though, to Rings Lord of, of the Rings, Rings of Power.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> try, try to make it like a Power Rangers thing. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> go,
1: go, Lord of the rings. rings.
0: Okay. Morphid Clark playing Galadriel. I think, I think she does so well. And I love this. I love this character that is being spun to where we see a more hardcore an edgy Galadriel because from what we know for the Lord of the Rings and little parts of the Hobbit, we have a softer Galadriel, a more like refined, refined and still strong willed. It is still like an iron fist for the lady of the, of the woods, but man, she's, she's on a mission. She is on a mission. And I'll tell you right now, And this is just me. okay. I understand for hardcore Tolkien fans, which. Man, I'm one of them. OK, I love I love Tolkien. But for so many people out there. And you can disagree with me or not. For so many people out there that were losing their minds. Over. Black actors playing hobbits or elves. Get over yourselves. It's it's a show that you can enjoy, and, and that's what it should be. Honestly, I think
1: most of them work minus uh, Ishmael's character of uh, is it Aradun, Arador? Anodor?
0: the the elf. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, no, no. Okay, yeah,
1: and that's that's partly just because black elves are drow. And that's well, again, but there's no
0: drow in Tolkien exactly,
1: exactly. So, and, and <laughs> it's, it's just a little weird for the elfish part, but I honestly think the the gal that plays the dwarf, uh, queen, oh, or the princess, wife,
0: yes, oh
1: my god, Cynthia Adai it.
0: Robinson plays Queen Regent Muriel.
1: I'm like 100% behind, I like that, dude. Love her lot. voice,
0: too. The, the song the singing? that she's mm. singing to, like, you know, appease the mountain to give. Uh, the Trapped Miners back. Oh, and love it.
1: Black Harfoots, I, I, I don't see. There's so many, like, variations of Harfoots and Hobbits. So, like, well, I don't. Uh, and, that's great. and the thing
0: in, like, Tolkien's work, it actually says that, like, Harfoots are of darker skin. So, sure.
1: Who cares? Yeah. Who cares anyways? Again, my only, like, kind of, eh, was the elf. And it's it has nothing to do with the actor, who I think does a, a fine job, even though I
0: don't think he's super well written. I think that his... I think we have more to see of him than just a warrior. You know what I mean? His combat scenes are
1: freaking No, they're so great. Good they're though? great.
0: And I mean, I'm still loving him escaping the pit only to be, like, brought back down. Yeah. And I think it's just, I mean, ah, so, so great. I also love when they're like, ooh, release the warg. And when the warg comes out, and you're like, that is a That is the dog who got left in the kennel and did not get adopted, which makes more sense to me. I'm like, okay, they're not in their home. These orcs are not like where they're supposed to be. These orcs are also like kind of like slumming it in a way. Why would they have the best wargs? No, they're going to have the mutt. They're going to have the mutt that is like begging for scraps. And that's what this that's what this warg looks like. And I loved it.
1: Honest. Okay. So, as a whole, going just starting off real quick before we keep going back into characters, I think that this show, for some reason, it's not turning over for me. I think that it has some very very high points where I'm like, oh hell yeah, this is a great, this is so good. This is um the second to the last episode and the last episode. Bonkers, really good. I like out um hey, we won. Oh crap, that was just all the people <laughs> that like didn't stick with
0: us. Those were just
1: humans. Like loved I loved all of those parts. Again, this is another show that is taking a lot of similar beats and kind of beating the drum again and I'm I I don't want another, you know, Star Wars Last Hope. Like I don't want Well, same. So now I'm
0: wondering, I'm wondering if the idea that it's not hitting the right notes for you and Game of Thrones is because like this is the first. I I swear I'm right, but this is the first Lord of the Rings TV show. Okay. now we've had maybe an animated before. No. I don't think there was an animated TV show, not to my okay, knowledge, unless not. I'm probably horribly not. wrong. People people can correct me if they want. Um, Toochline it. so Toochline it. 661-376-0030. <laughs> six, six, <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Now, we've had Game of Thrones, so we understand the feel, we understand the pacing, true, true, we understand true, what, true. possibly where it should go. This, this is unfettered ground. Now, and and really all it's going off of is understandably, It is based on the Silmarillion. They do not have the rights to the (laughs) Silmarillion. So it's so it's coming from, you know, understanding what the Silmarillion is. Now, the timeline is correct for certain things that are happening for the uh, for Isengard or sorry, for the Black Tower to be built. Okay, for the rings to start being crafted, for Mithril to be discovered and brought into it's brought into the second age Th- these are things that did happen uh, at that time now i think the biggest discussion that uh, has been is who is the stranger now all over the webs and I, and i will i will fully admit i had uh, delved into places that i probably should not have and i uh <laughs> i was trying to argue uh timeline accuracy via Uh, lore and text, but my get people are thinking like, oh, it's Gandalf. It's Gandalf. And I'm thinking, all right, if it's low hanging fruit and it's easy to appease people, then sure, I guess it could be Gandalf. I don't think it's Gandalf. Now, if you're going accuracy per the text and the timeline, it has to be one of the blue wizards. All right. It has to be one of the blues because Gandalf uh, Saruman and Radagast the Brown. All came over on a ship together. Okay. Okay. So they ended up like a thousand years later. And that can't be Sauron, correct? That that's one hundred percent not. So,
1: I don't think it's Sauron because I, I don't it is. understand. I think it it's him. I don't, what in a new form? Yeah, come down from like like almost like uh, kind of reincarnated or like you know player so two Sauron the battle.
0: Well, Sauron has already come okay at one point so did jesus no no. (laughs) and so did jesus (laughs) christ all right so sauron has already come and in the last episode where we have uh joseph maul who plays uh adar all right the the kind of like elvish elvish leader of the orcs and i love i love his his demeanor his not quite evil but very confident and understanding you know when how when Halbrand is like Do you remember me? And he's like, "No, did I hurt someone you love? A wife, a child, perhaps." (laughs) And And, and he says, "But he tells Galadriel like I killed Sauron myself." Yeah, because that's what an Uruk does to ascend. Like that was that was my that was my to ascend. That was my vengeance. That was my job to do. And Galadriel's like, "No, I don't think you did this yourself." You're not even, like, fully in charge. I do not believe you.
1: When he played, um, he's actually one of our uh, little crossovers from Game of Thrones uh, as Benjen Stark, um, and it's... I no, it is, it isn't is, it? It is, it is, and he plays... Oh, that's fun. You know, just Benjen Stark was just such a a good character, but yet kind of a, underutilized until the very, very end, and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. It Okay, what? Uh, there's too much to it, but... I think that his acting is maybe one of the pillars of this show. I think he does such a good job, and, and you see very little of it exactly. too. But it's so
0: it's so memorable. It's
1: cryptic yet like um, they're kind of leaning a little bit into this uh, orcs and and urukai Uruk- like have. Well, it's not urukai
0: yet, so it would just be it would just be Uruks. Uruks
1: Have yeah. like. That kind of like family, like we are people, and we're just. I
0: love that he said, like Gladriel says, they're not like they're slaves, and he says, but each of them has a heart and a name,
1: and it's a weird kind of like, uh, do I wait? Am I supposed to feel something for?
0: Well, it's I, I think it's the same thing where like if you look at like the you know the the MCU, so in the MCU, not comics, but just in the MCU, like Thanos. Can very much be seen as a sympathetic villain. Absolutely, right. And so I think that's kind of in this same vein. He did no wrong. Well, uh, in his in his mind, yeah. he did no wrong. Just like Arda, uh, Adar is, uh, he's just trying to let his people prosper, and you know, take over the land and <laughs> kill and eat man flesh. Just, um,
1: <laughs> back on the menu, boys.
0: <laughs> the menu, uh. boys. But that say, oh man, that dagger, that dagger that is uh, wielded and grabbed by um, oh god, it's it, the uh, the butcher. It's it's the butcher in the town, and I cannot remember uh, the guy's name. But he, it's like it's is it Walter? Like he, it's a key. Uh-huh. He uses it as a key, and it unlocks the like I. As soon as like the stone started shifting and the water started flowing in my brain, all I can hear is Treebeard going, (laughs) release the rivers, (laughs) which apparently causes. I mean, I know I'm no volcanologist, but but it caused a mountain to go boom. And again, so (laughs) we
1: we end the series with um, everyone getting caked in uh, ash, which we'll find out who survives and who doesn't. Well, we
0: have we have Galadriel being from what we last saw, engulfed in flames, and everyone is either getting hit Meteors, with yeah. uh, like volcanic debris, volcanic debris, but we also saw that Adar broke free of his chains, oh. and he's no longer tied but up.
1: I th- this is and kind of going back to like the same beats that that the movies do of oh, we have a king who like I don't want to be king, and I'm just this like lonely ranger from mm. the north kind of style yeah uh we, we've been there before been there before true
0: yeah we've been, yeah that's very true and i mean he does eventually take up the mantle he does accept the the position as the king of the southlands
1: true true you have the harfoots that are just so good nature helping people and and wanting to to do more uh, be bigger than you know go on an adventure which well because
0: for their culture it's it's the traveling gypsies i yeah. mean that, that's and that's exactly what they are p.s and I, I love the culture
1: i almost found myself like tearing up when they're like saluting the ones that quote unquote
0: fell behind oh, i'm like, like
1: this is the saddest shit i've oh my, oh my they're, god and they're going
0: and they're going through every single people that they've lost in the season the proud or the push- year lost in the snow oh we wait for you and like oh no
1: you're not i like that i like that you're not
0: waiting for them i like that you know the whole we wait for you but i mean listing off everything that you know you're going down you're like oh, that's not so bad and you really got to think oh well they're halflings and they're tiny so you're like lost in the snow drowned wolves (laughs) well and just the fact that like they don't
1: have any they don't have any weapons they don't they're not like Uh, a military society at all you know none of them are no they are
0: very peaceful they are the which is just like hobbits i mean just just like like the Hobbits. ship down of the (laughs) fucking world dude they're just trying to get a like (laughs) they're trying to live i mean that's exactly what hobbits that we know hobbits like i mean okay just like Uh, Leonard Nimoy says in the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins, Now hobbits are peace-loving folks, you know. They're never in a hurry and they take things slow. They don't like to travel away from home. They just like to eat and be left alone. So uh, this is what harfords do. Harfords just like to stay where they are and they migrate to the next place and that's it. However, I do love the synchronization of almost like a pack mentality. So like wolves, if there is a lame old wolf in the pack. They are left in the very back when the wolves are always traveling because that is the first one to get taken down. And unfortunately, that's like how it is in Harfoot society. If you're going to slow them down, you're in the back. And I mean, unfortunately, left behind. Right. And and unfortunately, that's the case. And I get it. It sucks, but I get it. I don't know. I. uh, Okay. Am I crazy? Or is the kid uh, Tyro Mouhafadon, who plays Theo. His voice <laughs> seems, and this might just be, his voice seems way too deep for like the, the young face that he has. It threw me off the very uh, first you're not time crazy that I heard for it. You're crazy thinking, Matt. He looks
1: like he would play the rock with less muscles and like an early stage. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a, just, a very um, young you know, rock. Kind of that uh, Samoan vibe, but uh, so, yeah,
0: I could see it. I, I could see it.
1: I'm very I, confused about Isildur and
0: that whole mm, part of how he is. Is that is how's he going to get there? How's he going to be king? And his father is he going to? That, like, what does he rise to? King, right? So, Aragorn is Isildur's yes. heir,
1: but. Above him was his right. dad. So, um, Captain uh, Lloyd Lloyd Owen plays uh, Captain uh, Elland. Dude, I'm I suck with Ellendale. names. I apologize, everyone. I'm the I'm the one person on this podcast that sucks <laughs> with names. Jack is right now going. It's
0: Palinor! damn! Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's
0: <sighs> Palinor, damn you, Palinor! So okay, so Ellandell is. If we remember from Lord of the Rings, he is king. Okay, and he is in the in the battle of men and elves against Sauron. When he takes the club to the face, and suddenly he's just down, and a Sildur runs over and takes up his father's sword, and Sauron puts his foot down, and it snaps in half. Okay, Elendil is the one who falls down dead. So that is that is when he is king. How much
1: time are we talking here? Like, what is from that war? to right now where we're at in the show is that like 20
0: years, 30 years? It can't be that long. Okay, so he so he died he died at age 121 and he's numenorean so that's <laughs> not that's not going to be crazy. Uh he died he died in the second age which is going to be right because it's right around the time that Sauron is getting the ring and he's gaining power. Um I don't know exactly. I don't know where we are specifically. <sighs> See, again, this is going by timeline. And now if I look, if I look real quick. So he died at uh, 34, 41 in the second age. Okay. Um, except he died in Berador, yeah. which it, I mean, that's immaterial. Uh, but man, I don't know. I don't know exactly when specifically Mithril was found so i can't give you like an exact timeline unless i quickly google and that's it. fine
1: because again it, it's it's something that i'm putting my trust in the show makers that they know what they're doing they're gonna tie everything into into place and they have time to do that amazon obviously swinging way harder with this than they did with um uh, Wheel of Time. I feel like they kind of phoned in Wheel of Time. Oh, yeah. And Jack, I wish Jack was on here to talk about it. Be like, no, they they portrayed a, you know, Rand like this. And they, eh, like, that's fine. I still think that they are doing a much better job with this, where they have kind of not a ton of material. You know, they have the material that they're not even really allowed to use or whatever, but so far I am impressed. I like it. But I still, maybe because I judge it more. Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. was the best show I've ever watched. I think that it was like it did not stick the landing like Breaking Bad or plenty of you know or a couple shows that I think really from start to finish hammer it home. Thrones started off so strong, did so well, and when it botched it, it left such a like lull. A bad taste. So now that a new show bad of the taste. same subject, but you know, kind of hey, like prequel time, you know, episode one, the Phantom Menace, like oh shit, like, but, but it, I don't know. There's something about it that <laughs> I I just don't hold it to a standard where I'm like, you know, is this is it's gonna be what it's gonna be? G- uh, Lord of the Rings, it just. I think it scares me because it's my favorite trilogy. It's my favorite. I love them. So it's like, oh, please don't mess this up. And I think that's where I land, where I think Lord of the Rings has more potential. Game of Thrones has a lower ceiling of like fucking it Mm -hmm. up. Or a higher ceiling like they have plenty of room to mm. to mess things up and I'm going to be like, "Man, eh, it's okay. It's already been messed really, you know, messed up. Who cares?" Lord of the Rings, everything's at stake, even though it's not even tech behind it whatever. I don't know. There's just more emotion behind it. But it's still good. Both are still great. What do you what do you look at both of them and and where are you at with the two of them? Sure.
0: So, I mean, I'm loving a lot of things with Rings of Power that just make me happy. Uh I love seeing Casa Doom in its prime i I love actually seeing it bright and lively yeah. because when we see it it's a tomb I mean it's a big dark tomb but we I think we also saw more in in the fellowship. We saw more of Kaa than I think we're actually seeing in uh the show right now. We're seeing flashy little bits. We're seeing the river run through it. We're actually seeing inside the mountain, uh, you know, it has foliage. It has greenery. It has. I mean, we're not seeing a lot of mining, but we're seeing, you know, fun little dwarven armor and stuff. And that just gets me excited because I, I, I love dwarves. It's my favorite fantasy race. I love dwarven architecture inside, you know, much people. Don't really like the Hobbit trilogy, but I love looking inside of Erebor. I love looking at everything that is, you know, grandiose inside. I think a lot of Rings of Power, people are asking, like, where's all this money going to? Uh, how about the brilliant CGI, the the beautiful backdrops, the, the set pieces? My God, in the first episode, when they're in the forest and they're looking at. Essentially, it's like yep. grave markers, uh, like the bodies that are carved into the trees of those that they remembered. Like those things are beautiful. Those were so beautiful. And it's a and it's a set piece. It's a it's a small little set piece that's on screen for like 30 seconds. And, and it's a beautiful piece of work. And I think a lot of things that you can probably nitpick and, you know, go, go on about. But you're liking some characters. Not all characters am I really liking. I think, for me, it's it's kind of the more the fantasy races I'm going to be drawn to. I'm not really 100% sold on some of the uh, races of men right now. Like, I'm not... I mean, Halbrun is fine. I'm not... 100% sold on Bronwyn. I think she did a great job rallying the troops. She's so hot, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. She is so I lo- hot. I loved it when she took an arrow through the shoulder.
1: Uh. Oh, you're wounded. <laughs> you're wounded, you, baby girl. I got you. Uh, but I, maybe I think that that's also another part that it's kind of like, oh, we've we've been here before. The whole love story of an elf and a human. Or mm. like, we we got it. Let Let's... Let's check something else off or just, I don't know. it. Yeah. Again, but I know
0: I, I mean, there at this point in time, there had been no war, much like True. Game of Thrones. There had been no war. It had been peace. And, you know, even uh, even Arendelle, when they were uh, at, at the Watchtower, like they were being recalled because there's no need for them to be at the Watchtower anymore. There's no need for them to be uh, within the boundaries or even in the area of the lands of men. And they're just being called back. And, you know, I I think there's more to come. They are filming season two. I'm excited to see what they come come out with it. But I think right now, I think Game of Thrones has more of my attention. 100% for it. And I think hopefully, hopefully... I think Rings of Power has more up its sleeve because right now a lot of things they're they're holding their they're holding a lot of their cards close, close yeah. to the chest. We don't know who we don't know who the stranger is. We don't definitively know who Adar is. We don't know where Sauron is. And I I think there's just more to come. Now now instead of actually understanding what Mithril is in our You know, in our notion of the trilogy and even the Hobbit, we understand Mithril to be, you know, stronger than steel, but lighter than a feather and and as hard as dragon scales. And we know it in Bilbo's chain vest. But and and along the doors of Casa Doom that the elves made. But now we see that Mithril is apparently tied into the the life essence of the elves, which I love. I loved that with Tolkien because. As long as the earth, as long as Middle Earth, was lively and it was not corrupted and it was thriving, the life of the Elves is connected to it and they will live. They will live on. But now that we see that this like infection is growing into the into the world, as you know, Lord Elrond's King said, we will eventually diminish. And I do love Durin the Third. I think he's the Third, but I love Durin going like. Whose, whose hands are the elves' lives in? Say it Yours. again. Say it again.
1: <laughs> and that's actually, you know what, that's a, a, another person that we haven't even really touched on at all, but, um, uh, Elrond. I mean, and that is mm. also another Game of Thrones crossover, uh, young.
0: Yeah. Uh, he's young, uh, yeah. Eddard yeah. Stark, so, isn't so,
1: um, Woot, Woot Yeah. another crossover, yeah. and- uh,
0: He's just got he's kind of a weirdo, but I like him. Yeah. I, he's a nerd. You know what he you know who he who he kinda looks like? He kind of looks like um oh come on. He looks like Doogie Hauser. Yeah, I get that. Little, he's sort of literally he sort of looks like Doogie Hauser. Which I kinda I'm kind of like him his, a lot.
1: Um, be, Neil, Patrick Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. I love That's his it. behavior with yeah. uh Lord Durin and just and again seeing The friendship. The friendship. I think he's actually more of the story that I'm more interested in, just because I love his character. Yeah. Um, you know, going forward. But again, Drew, if you had to pick, we're gonna wrap this up. If you had to pick one movie, (laughs) one show to be canceled, one to keep going, boom! Here we go. Here we go. This is the moment of truth. What would you pick? Nathan, you're a TV executive of both HBO and Amazon. Oh, and the voting of
0: you damn damn you okay mm. i i would have to cancel as much as it pains me to say this and as much as attention is its keeping for me i would cancel house of the dragon and i would keep rings of power because i want to see more i want to see where things are going i felt like we even though it's only a few episodes ahead I felt like we've seen a, so much in House of the Dragon that it's it's telling multiple stories. And and unfortunately now yep. with Rings of Power, like we really only have two. You know what I mean? I mean, as 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 concise as Game of Thrones is, it really comes down to one story. But a lot of things are just they're just like side whispers to the same plot.
1: Exactly. And I would, I would honestly yeah. do the same. I would say power deserves more time, and it deserves more fleshing out. And, mm. uh, and again, because Amazon is not feeding it to the wolves and just saying phone, you know, let's just phone it in. Who cares? Like it's not really that big of a deal. They are putting it, everything behind it. I mean, you Google the word, the letter L. And it's Lord of the Rings, read the power, Amazon, <laughs> buy, buy everything. It's... And that's okay. Because I want this to be successful and I want to see it keep going. Even though I don't know how, how much, how epic they can make it. Um, unless they get really deep and at the end it is when a door takes the ring and, I mean,
0: I don't know. I don't know if it would go. I don't know if it would go that far. I think we have to follow Kel, Um Celebrimnon making the ring and then having him be tricked uh, because his whole thing of like these visions are coming to him. His great masterful plan, which you're like, dude, Sauron is like feeding you these dark dreams and visions. Exactly. You're working for him and you but don't yeah, even know I it. I think
1: that. That would be my choice, and I'm sticking to it. Drew, how do people get a hold of us when they want the real episodes? This is again, folks. This is just a little. This is just a little, uh, mashed <laughs> potatoes a on the side. A little, gravy little... boat pouring on over. <laughs>
0: We're we are your starchy goodness. Guys, if you ever want to get a hold of us, you can always hit us up on Facebook and Insta- Instagram. Just search for the Real Feels Podcast. We are up on Twitter at Real Phils Pod. You can send us an email at Real at gmail.com. And of course, of course, you can always call the Tooch line. So six six one three seven six zero zero three zero. We. We. Nathan and I, and I sure as hell know Jack would love it, we'd love to get your opinion on House of the Dragon. We'd love to get your opinion on the Rings of Power. And as I was telling Nathan last night, watching more and more of House of the Dragon, I'm I'm going down this rabbit hole. I'm looking up all these minor houses. Deeper and and deeper and deeper. I'm just enjoying the hell out of myself. Deeper and deeper. So, guys, please join us uh, soon. Maybe next week. I... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for next week. Uh, we will be back with episode 21, Nathan's old person movie. Old person. Old person, which we will be coming back with Nebraska 2013 featuring one of our favorites, Bruce Dern, mm-hmm. who will make a third time on The Real Feels podcast. So, guys, thank you for joining us. We hope you had a fun time listening uh, and kind of nerding and geeking out with us on House of the Dragon on HBO uh, and Rings of Power on Amazon Prime. There it
1: is. Tell us which one you would cancel and which one you would just promote and give all the money to, and we'll talk to you then.
0: (laughs) We'll talk to you then. And as always, guys, remember you're the realist and the feelist. Mm. We'll see you later. Look
1: like me back on the menu, boys. (laughs)